0: You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A.
1: What's going on everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. Doc, this is so crazy I can really hear myself in the headphones. It's crazy. <laughs> could I'm sorry. Could you turn the levels up a little bit though? Turn my music high. Um, no, I'm I've just I've I have bootlegged my home studio equipment for so long. I've been recording from home since God, for about, what, the last 15 years or something like that? And now that I have, like, real equipment, <laughs> it does stuff that I don't expect it to do. I'm like, oh, I can hear myself. These are, these are luxuries. So, but yeah, um, Armand here. Follow me on Twitter at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up, all one word. Clock Radio Speakers, clockradiospeakers.com. Facebook. Um, I was about to say YouTube. You Might need to get on that. Uh, Twitter at CRSPodcast. Um, All that good, wonderful stuff. You can just exit iTunes. Vote, rate, comment on iTunes. Vote, rate, comment on iTunes. Vote, rate, comment on iTunes. They say repetition is the father of learning, so that's why I said (laughs) it three times. Um, But yeah, ClockRadioSpeakers.com is the hub. So you know, every way, I'm sure you guys by now, you guys probably you know, follow us or reach out to us on one of those platforms. Um, So yeah, ClockRadioSpeakers.com is the hub. SoundCloud, yeah, Doc. We uh, our numbers look good on SoundCloud, huh?
0: Numbers are good. I mean, people, you know, it's, it's really interesting to see the shows that people uh, go back and revisit, the ones that, you know, consistently get streams. It's never the ones we expect. Yeah, so, you know, like, let me in, because I don't really handle that. Like, let me just, let me just,
1: like, lay this down. Doc handles all the technical stuff. Literally, all Clock Radio <laughs> Speakers was my idea. Doc took the ball and ran, like, he did the Forrest Gump, where he just ran out the stadium. So the only thing I do is show up once a week, <laughs> power up my um, my preamp, and we talk about stuff. So Doc, like, what what are some of the episodes that people listen to?
0: Right. So let me go. Um, <laughs> um, our our most popular episode. I'll give you the five most popular episodes we've done. Okay. A random episode where we talked about <laughs> Ti Chief Keith. Hold on. The episode. Wait, Ti Chief Keith. Young Jeezy and Trinidad James. I remember that episode very, we, very well. Very, nobody listened to it at the time, but very consistently 100-ish streams a month until lately, and then it's still above 50 streams a month, which doesn't sound like much, except, I mean, it's episode 79. That's so long ago. And where, where are we at
1: now? Like, when the 60s? 160?
0: I don't even know. I think that's about right. <laughs> no our own shows. Um, but um number 2 is when we reviewed uh Marshall Mathers 2. Of
1: course, I mean I would assume that, you know, just random Eminem sales or Eminem right. searches on SoundCloud would but
0: we got any like backlash from that cuz we <laughs> No, no. I think people just hear it and they go, "Okay." Um the uh episode where we talk about uh Frank Ocean's uh album Consistently does well.
1: That's who we need to put that in the notes too. We need to talk about Frank. This week? Yeah. Remember we talked oh, about on Twitter right, 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 uh, management right. stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's right, people. We have notes. Can you believe it? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha.
1: Doc has notes. I just I'm I'm Jay. I just I just mumble stuff. I'm like, yeah, that should
0: go on quite Um stuff. the episode where where we reviewed Church Close Two. Okay.
1: <laughs> very very large Christian audience. So
0: And then Hello, the episode I, again. Uh we talked about uh, big Sean and Chief Keef episode sixty five. I think Chief Keef. We talked a- about Chief Keef twice. Yeah, we got a real Why? big. Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe uh, Chief Keef's got a real big SoundCloud. I don't really know what's going on. Maybe. Um, Maybe. And in huh. SoundCloud, it's not just when people click play; like they actually got to play through a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. you know. Wow,
1: that's but, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so we it's that's funny because that's weird because the feedback that I get and we also need to talk about your feedback, too, that you got this week. Um, The feedback that I get personally out in these streets Mm. are never about those episodes. No, ever. That's crazy. All right. Well, either way, whatever, whatever you guys listen to. Thank you for listening and just know that in some of those cases, especially with me, I, I can't speak for Doc, but sometimes my opinion changes.
0: By the way, Uh, I just realized we're we're so stupid. We don't even know on our our episodes. This is episode one hundred and fifty.
1: Oh, is it? We should do. (laughs) We should have did something. (laughs) We're so prepared. We are. I mean, we talk about episodes. You know, a couple days out. Either Doc sends me or somebody sends somebody the Sunday text. Right.
0: What are we doing? We We recording. Yeah. Are we doing this thing?
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're doing this thing. You know, we, we follow. We, we got our ear to the streets a little bit. We kind of, yeah, that could go on clock radio speakers. Nah, I don't want to really talk about that. So we're kind of preparing. Now, do we like sit in a dark room with like Indian style in a corner, like refreshing our Twitter feed and like going through rap radar? No, we do that 10 minutes before the show. Starts. <laughs> but hey, so it, it,
0: it's a formula that works. So welcome to Clock Radio Speakers everybody uh, if you can follow me on twitter at duck underscore beats s not a z uh so w- when 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 we last left you uh we were you were preparing beats, for your big concert armand you want to tell everybody <gasps> how it went amazing mm.
1: amazing 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 thank you to everybody who uh copped the, the stream um gave me feedback on the stream what, what kind of feedback um, did you get I got, it was pretty good. Okay. I got, you know, there was a few glitches here and there, but you know, they said the sound was good. Um, you know, for me to have my, my laptop, like the camera didn't even work. So I had to like, my external webcam didn't work. So I had to open up my laptop and turn it towards the stage. It wasn't propped up or anything. It was like huddled up in the corner next to the sound guy and the DJ and the drums, Um, but you know for what it was man we we packed the place out um got some you know really good feedback on the show like just amazing so I'm I'm in you know my fake break phase where you know I'm not doing anything music music related which means I'm listening Mm -hmm. to beats and humming stuff and coming up with concepts um but yeah it was was really good way to kind of end that long between Kairos week and Snooze button three and shooting a bunch of videos and I did a lot of stuff in three months. So that was a good way to cap it all. So thank you to everybody who supported that. It was absolutely amazing.
0: You did you uh you, you caught the stream, didn't you? I, you know, I was uh in the middle of about to about to go on vacation, so we had family and I was sneaking peeks on, on, on my iPhone <laughs> as much as I could. <laughs> how did how did it, how did how did it look and stuff? It looked okay. You know, yeah. I'm a real stickler surprise surprise yeah. for for all things quality right I'm, I'm sitting there I, like the, my, I think the first thing I said Armand was or the first thing I thought was that's oh, not widescreen and I'm like man what is my problem <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. no you know it's um the fact that we can even do that like I mean it yeah you know it's it's obviously way better than nothing um considering I was sitting there on my phone and it streamed fine like I can't complain did it look like summer jam stream on the u-stream <laughs>
1: should have got the multiple camera angles. I was thinking about that, too. Mm. But, yeah, we, 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 say, we, we, say we it was gross, too. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. We need to talk <laughs> offline because <laughs> ideas have blown up. So, absolutely. But, yeah, thank you to everybody who supported us. It was a really good show. So, how was your, how was your vacation? Because we didn't do an episode for once. For once, we didn't do an episode because you had stuff
0: to do. Right. I was in the whitest place on earth, a.k.a. Newport, Rhode Island. Um was good you know we were uh less than a mile from the beach um you know got to you know so i got to do morning runs they had like this what they call a cliff walk um Mm -hmm. the the very very rich people in newport way back in the day were very smart and instead of building their buying land right by the water because there's storms and stuff like that instead there is actually just a cliff in newport and so there's all these ridiculous mansions lining the cliff and what they've done over the years is right in front of like basically right on the edge of the cliff they always sort of maintained a trail, and now it's like an official thing. A lot of people like walk and or you know do sightseeing and stuff like that. But in the morning, running along the ocean, perfect for a morning run. It was great. Dope. So uh, aside from that, you know, I actually got a little bit of a little bit of color. Um, I'm one of the palest <laughs> people on earth, um, and uh, I look, I look like a normal human being now. I don't look like I was on vacation, but I don't look like you know I've been holed up in a cave. So. um Get so ready for
1: episode, weekly episodes of Clack Radio Speakers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure something else will go. No. Um, it, it's It's been all right because, I mean, truthfully, like, it's funny. We have a lot of, like, little things to talk about this week, I feel like. But we, here we are. Um,
1: it's, ju- it's July. It's 4th July.
0: It, I have the two biggest releases this year, or the two most maybe interesting releases this year, is it still that we're talking about? Is it really these two TDE releases?
1: I mean, I think they what said it's is, been. I think they it said it's been six major releases this year.
0: So loose um, definition God, of major. I mean,
1: I mean, God, you've got. Well, I think f- like Future s-
0: came out. Yeah, um,
1: Future, Schoolboy Q, uh, Iggy. Um,
0: yeah. See, it's been. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a. Uh, it's been a, a quiet, really first quiet first half
1: yes it has um, by now somebody would have came out somebody just got an august release date i don't remember who somebody got an august release date so i think we'll, we'll see some stuff pick up around back to school i think
0: any one of these rappers could just come out of no- nowhere right now pull a beyonce like if you're a major label <sighs> rapper and and you've got enough tracks sitting around literally just put something out you will own the news cycle there's nothing going on and yeah, right. we've got all this little stuff to talk about. But in the grand scheme of things, compared to last year.
1: Yeah. Where we could, I mean, God, we were, we did a lot of albums disservice because right. it was just back to back to back to back to back. There were so
0: many albums, you didn't even have enough time to, to really appreciate um, Kanye's album. You know, and that was really tough on you, Oh, so.
1: stop. I didn't, I really didn't need enough time. I, <laughs> I, I had plenty of time to figure out what I was going to do with that album.
0: All right. So, um. We ha- so we got some sports stuff to talk about this week. We got a lot of music. We got some tech stuff. Where do you want to start? I mean, so let's, you know, let's just keep it hip hop. All right. Um, so we got, we got some big singles. Okay. Your man Lil Wayne.
1: Yeah. Is that a single? Crazy? Yeah. I think so. The reason why I ask is because he's released some of these offhand singles. Pretty much everything that wasn't Believe Me. He's released them on his YouTube channel,
0: right? Um, so I'm wondering,
1: like, are these like just throwaways that aren't making the album? Like, Crazy's getting you know, a video. What, what does that mean in 2014? <laughs> Everything gets a video, right? It's it's really interesting what Young Money is doing with the Pink Print and Carter Five. Like, we know about it, but we don't know much of anything. I think today he announced that it, it's done and it'll be out in August or September. Right. But you know. Like, there was nothing. There's been nothing with either, either of those projects lately. Right,
0: And, and truthfully, Believe Me is, is the first real single. Yes. Um, but um, I think really for the most part, the only thing I can really say about these albums is, I mean, about these songs is he's, he doesn't sound drugged. He's he, rapping. He's rapping. He's absolutely rapping.
1: I really think that, you know, I think he, I remember he sent that tweet out it was either for the BT Awards or for the Grammys or something where he wasn't even invited. He didn't perform. I think that really bothered him. Mm. I think that, you know, regardless of how you feel about him, when he, like, everybody who I've heard talk about Lil Wayne, they say that he's ahead. Like, he really knows his stuff. So I think that when that whole Best Rapper Alive thing was popping, I think he really, like, believed that. And I think that he was... Like, from all technical standpoints, attempting to was the greatest rapper alive. Right.
0: You
1: know what I'm saying? As opposed to it just being, you know, a a title. Um, So, you know, for him to not have that anymore, for people to say that he fell off and not support him to that degree and him not to win any awards or accolades, I think that kind of forced him to get back on his horse.
0: Right. Um, Interesting. I wonder if Nicki will... um Will eventually try to try to sort of look at you know r- really 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 rapping as her way back to sort of being who she thinks she should be. I thought she was already doing that. Mm, explain pills and potions. She's rapping on that song. Mm.
1: I think she's rapping too hard on that song. Interesting. Like the beat is so chill. Like lighters at a con- at a in a right. stadium. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's such that, but then her her flow was minute and I'm like, yo, like chill out. I thought, you know, I thought you still loved me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I I think she I think she wholeheartedly believes. I she obviously realizes that Starships and all that. Starships was a one off. Um, what was the, what was that song that blew up? Superbase. Oh, first, yeah, Superbase was a one off. And I think she just did that because she liked the song I, compared to, you know, all the other stuff that she's done where she's purposely trying to be pop and it just didn't work. So now she's going back to, hey, you know why people like Nicki Minaj? Because Nicki Minaj could rap.
0: Well, what if the problem is that she just happens to be a, a good rapper who had a big hit? That's possible too. What if she's real? I mean, because we haven't really seen other hits. It's been a while yeah what was the last, what was her last hit i mean starships was a hit not an not a quote unquote urban radio hit but it was a right hit. okay it was that what? dr luke i think so okay who also did uh pills and potions
1: yeah that was really interesting i guess we got to talk about the bet thing where she threw For, shots
0: she threw a little shade at iggy she threw a little shade at iggy i the don't p- understand why i i i do all right we'll explain um, this to me i want to know This reminds me
1: of Nikki and Lil' Kim from a few years ago, where Nikki was blowing up. And granted, even during that time, Kim was, you know, you know, she wasn't Lil' Kim. Um, But, you know, she still felt like she held a a piece of the scene, quote unquote. And, um, you know, she saw this other chick doing what she felt like she should be doing. And she, she had an attitude about it. She didn't like it. And now you've got Nikki, who has obviously, this year, made it a point to really get back out there. And, you know, things aren't moving as fast or the way that they had in the past. So now you've got Iggy, who
0: has, I think she has, what, two number ones? She, right. And, I mean, look, let's all just relax about Iggy. She's having a wonderful year. She's having a little run. And nobody thinks that she's actually a good rapper. So let's just relax, right? If if Iggy keeps putting out hits, you, you know, then maybe. But... It took Iggy a while, too. Right, and, and, to and look, really, while. without the Clueless-inspired video and the hook, nobody would care about Fancy. And... Almost,
1: and DJ, DJ Relish or whoever made that beat. DJ Relish. <laughs> Hot dog. No, um... <laughs> Oh, that's a, that is a terrible <laughs> <laughs> producer name. Like, yo, somebody comes to me, I don't care if they got like Pharrell type production. What like, if they, they call themselves Hot Little Hot Dog? Pause. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do not introduce yourself to me or any other man as Little Hot Dog. Like, that's, just, <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to work for you at all. Uh... They're going to call you like HD or something like that. And when they ask we are going to say High
0: Definition or something. High Definition is a good name for a producer sure why not um no i mean look you know uh, basically people listen to right now iggy is on two singles that have accessible well done pop beats and people singing on them that they like
1: yeah You,
0: you know people will end up tweeting and quoting some of iggy's rhymes but it's just because you're hearing it over and over again over and over yeah which is that's the job right i mean she's doing what she's supposed to do absolutely right talk about the big question of a follow-up single like really we we can all we we, let's we can really have an honest like iggy discussion if and when she has something else yep because Everybody can get a little... You know, I mean, you can say the same thing about Nicki to a, to a certain extent, although she, her star power certainly is, you know, has cert, whether or not she's had a quote-unquote hit, she's certainly a, a fixture in the media. She was Absolutely. on American Idol, for crying out loud. I mean, Absolutely. like, I don't know. Nicki has nothing to worry about. Yeah. Right, to me, this... I don't know. It's really... I mean, part of it is, right, of course, the media wants to... Oh, we've got two female rappers. We immediately have to compare them. Absolutely. Right, to me, this would almost be like if... Eminem got really mad that Macklemore sold a lot of records. Right. Like who cares? I mean, just relax.
1: Right. I, my my thing was that you know Nikki talked about not writing her own stuff and right because I mean little Bert, Bertie told me that Esther Dean wrote a little more than the hook on Pills and Potions.
0: Sure. Um. I, right. I would say that, but but then I would say I don't think anybody thinks that Nikki has a ghostwriter in the way that Kim had ghostwriters. Nah. Right? Nah, I don't,
1: I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think that's, a, that's, a, um, that's an ideal. What's amazing
0: is that people assume Nikki has ghostwriters, and yet she's a horrible rapper. <laughs>
1: that's a good point.
0: How, how does that work?
1: That's a good point. Usually your ghostwriter is supposed to make you better. When pun was ghostwriting for Fat
0: Joe... His rhymes was dope. For the right price, I could even e- make your ish tighter. Right? Exactly. I mean,
1: <laughs> we could even break down. You might, you might, you might be very well well versed with this. There was a difference in quality of Bow Wow songs when Ti was ghostwriting for him.
0: Because the rumor is that Ti is ghostwriting for Iggy. I, if I were Ti, I would be offended by that.
1: <laughs> like for the uh, mediocre bars. Who names a record no mediocre? It just sounds weird, like. I, I couldn't tell a chick, like, yo, ma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done right there. The title of this episode, yo, ma. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put dot, dot, dot. Yo, ma. No mediocre. I don't want no mediocre. We need your shoes and your bag right. Like, uh, are we still making those songs in 2014? Like, gotta have the right shoe and the right bag, and you gotta have your hair right. Shoe and your game, name's done. Shoe game proper. Yeah, like, we're still doing that? <sighs> Yo, my shorty wears shorty. chucks. And, and, yeah, chucks, dirty chucks. Shout out to the girls in the dirty chucks. No mediocre. No mediocre. No mediocre.
0: So. Uh, yeah, that's just, that's before the line. Um, but, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, from my understanding, you know, way, way back when Iggy was a nobody, she was sort of. She would often throw some shots at Nikki. I don't think the two of them mm. ever. Let's just say that obviously I don't think they're friends or anything, but I, I think just in general, like they have this sort of confrontational relationship. But sure. I don't know. Yeah, Nikki sure. just needs to chill. Like, and Nikki just can put out anything, and radio will at least give it a shot. Iggy, yeah. hasn't, Iggy hasn't earned that yet. Yeah, I mean
1: pills and potions is getting play on the
0: radio. it it it, it, it sort of peaked at twenty four on the Hot one hundred.
1: Okay. That's cool. Right. It's it's still I think it's still climbing. I don't even know if that's the peak yet.
0: Right. It, it I mean Iggy can talk when uh, when her disappointing singles peak at 24. Exactly. Right. So let's just, you know, shout out to Iggy. She has far exceeded my expectations, not yeah. in terms of artistry, but in terms of commercial performance. Um despite the fact, I mean it it is you know as a as a white hip-hop fan, we I you know been aware of this of this concept and most people are in general but right this concept of oh white people in hip hop are appropriating culture yeah and you know white rappers have had to defend against that for years right mm. it's so astonishing that Iggy is so blatant Iggy does not sound like that that is not her natural speaking voice yeah and she is so blatant about quote unquote trying to sound black it's offensive, and we're all okay with it that's what i I'm, I'm like really you know right. I, I i'm trying to i mean imagine if um i, I, I can't even think of of an example of, of anything sort of kind of like that um it'd be like if uh if if British hip-hop w- was the new trend and all of a sudden dudes from New York were affecting British accents. Right. Right? I, I don't understand that at all. I mean, am I wrong? Um, I don't know. I
1: I've been around several different facets of hip-hop to, like, not be offended when stuff like that happens because it's merely her interpretation of what hip hop is and then mixing that up with you know probably what she thinks she needs to sound like to sell. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I cannot like it. I can understand it, but I cannot be a fan of it and that exists like I mean hey I I've seen worse to get me offended by my own race. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're going to make it a race thing, I've seen black people do take hip-hop and do much more um, terrible things with it. So, you know, if there's some white girl from Australia who feels like she has to sound like Mia X or whatever, (laughs) like, I get why people are offended, but for me personally, it's like, all right, I've seen worse, you know, Mm. but I understand. it. Yeah, it is kind of funny style, but, you know, Hip-hop has done much worse to itself. Oh, oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Hip-hop has done much worse to itself. Um, I didn't even expect to spend that much time. To... Anything else in the BET Awards you want to talk about? Listen, man, we always do that. We always, before the show, we go over <laughs> like, oh, we could spend two minutes on that. And we spend 20 on it. Um, BET Awards um, need tour dates for that Chris Rock show. Um, you know, he was, he was good. He wasn't, he wasn't great, but he was good. He was good enough for me to say, I would like to see a Chris Rock special. Um, I don't think there was anything else that was like too crazy. I mean, not to say it was a whack show, but you know, it's like, all right. Yeah. Nothing crazy. We can move on. I I believe.
0: Um, let's see what else can we talk about? We could talk about, um, did you listen to your man Robin Thicke's album?
1: <sighs> nah, man. I didn't. I did not listen to Paula. I did see the projections though, first week projections. How, how how's he looking? Now listen, Uh-oh. before I preface this, mm-hmm. this is the man who was coming off the biggest song of 2013. Right. Not the biggest song of his career, but quite possibly the biggest song of the year.
0: Mm.
1: Millions and millions of singles sold, just took him to another stratosphere and his follow-up album has first week projections of 20 to 25,000 copies. Wow. Ugly. It's finna get ugly and in a masterpiece sneaker. Crazy. 20 to
0: 25.
1: So 20 to 25. Like those are indie. Those are indie numbers. Cause Absol, I believe is projected to do, tw- I think, no, not projected. Absol, I believe did 27.
0: Hmm. Uh, so there's, there's two 22 he, he's facing two problems. I, and so let me say, I downloaded the album. I can't bring myself to listen to it. <laughs> um, so without, hear it, without hearing it, the perception, uh, uh, he has two problems. He's facing two problems at the same time. Um, number one, the one thing that music fans didn't want to hear in 2014 was Robin Thicke. If anybody needed to go, like in the, it's funny, like um, uh, in the I old days, you. this would have been the year when so-and-so did their world overseas tour. Yeah. yeah. Robin Thicke should be touring right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You're right. They should uh, have milked the right. is out of. Right. Blurred. I mean, now, the, now part of yep. that problem is he didn't really have a big follow-up single, so Blur Lines got really old, but still. He could be doing something, or better yet, just go count your money. I don't yeah. care. Parlay it into—I mean, heck, considering everything that went on, a reality show would have been insane. But parlay your keep—you know—if you have to keep your name alive, that's your deal. Fine, you do what you got to do. But nobody wanted to hear his music right now, so that's problem yeah. one. Good point. Problem two: he makes music that he expects women to buy. He has a female fan base. Mm-hmm. This album, listen. I, his his um i'm guessing his image has taken a hit
1: due to the due to the infidelity right okay
0: to make an album like this that frankly comes off as a little stalkerish and a little creepy it's just you're totally it totally misses the boat Mm. um Like in a weird way, I almost would have respected it more if he would have done it and put it out like on SoundCloud for free on his or on his own album or own website for free download or something like really if it Mm. were truly like here's what I did, here's like my here's my message to to my my strange wife, like I'm putting it out for the world, blah blah blah, whatever. But he's making money off of this. Yeah. It, it that combined with everything else, um, there's still a little bit of a uh, lingering bad taste in people's mouth from blurred lines. Like the, the negative connotations that some people felt that it had towards, uh, how men treat women. Like all this stuff kind of came together. This was really not the move. Mm-hmm. Now I'm guessing part of it is look, he just did huge numbers for his label last year. So frankly, they're, they were going to let him do whatever he wants. Like this was your freebie, you know, mm-hmm. like you see that after a big album, like somebody has a really big album, really big record. They sort of like the next thing, it's like, okay, what do you need? Yeah. Right? Because I can't imagine that his label was like, yeah, you know what we need? Another Robin Thicke album.
1: Right. Good point. Good point. I didn't even, like nobody. Look at Doc. Always good on Doc to find some sort of angle that nobody considered. Because you're absolutely right. And nobody
0: has said that. I agree. I agree. 20 20 to 25 is astonishingly bad
1: yeah he's catching a lot of backlash um for he needs to go away for a while he does
0: he should be he really should be able to sleep on a pile of money at night so he should just go away for a while don't get caught doing anything stupid that tmz will catch literally go away for a while go away because people forget oh
1: they sure they absolutely people forget.
0: forget about everything
1: everything we
0: fake outrage is like the mantra, right? The honestly, the worst thing Robin Thicke could do right now is to keep going. Keep going. <laughs> keep going, H. Um, who else has new music out right now? So we got we got some we got some uh pretty, pretty I guess we'll call them big singles, but say singles from well-known artists come out in the, uh, since we've been gone. Um, yeah, you mean Busta Rhymes, Big Bang, Busta Rhymes, E L E two. Uh, with with the one and only Marshall Mathers, yeah, produced by Scoop DeVille. It's called- Scoop DeVille did that. Oh, you can't tell. No. Oh my God, it's such a Scoop DeVille record.
1: Because I I would not because it so is, if anything, it is a poor imitation of a Scoop, Scoop Deville, DeVille record. Beat. Um, because the drums the drums are very hollow and the sample chop is very amateur.
0: Record's called "Calm Down." It uses the uh, same horns as uh, the intro to jump around. Yep. It, if if Scoop DeVille would have played, brought this beat out at like a two thousand and eight beat battle,
1: it it would have it would have been a
0: rap. Lost this place goes crazy. Yeah. But mm, now this is um, it's just a lot of rapidy, rapidity rapidy over a really repetitive like. I, was, I kept waiting for the next iteration of the beat. Yeah. And he kind of drops some stuff out and does a little bit of, during parts of M's verse. But I kept waiting for something.
1: Yeah, you can't, you can't do that. Like, after a while, the, the, the jig is up with Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes, when he raps, is like Hot Sauce, like on the N1 tapes. <laughs> so I remember when Hot Sauce would dribble. And, like, he'd do a couple moves on his defender, and they'd be like, yo. But then 30 seconds later, he's still dribbling, and they're like, either shoot or pass the rock. That was Buster Rhymes' verse. Because he's going to do your butter, butter, butters. <laughs> and, like, you have to do other stuff to mask the butter, butter. Beat drops and... You know switches and prog- chord progression and all that stuff to to give the 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 verse some body. Um, but if you don't do that, it's gonna be like, hey, wait a minute, he's still dribbling. Because that's literally what I said in my head about a minute and a half into this record. Like, he's still rapping.
0: Once I realized that the beat wasn't gonna flip around, I was yeah. like, oh boy. And then I was almost like, maybe we'll get a beat switch for M's verse. Yeah. And instead, I was like. Eh. Yeah. Novel I'll idea. S- in the first s- like 10 seconds, I was like, oh. And then I was like, oh, uh. Mm.
1: I'll say this though for somebody who's very critical of Eminem's Rappity Rap, I like this verse.
0: The weird thing is, uh, you know, Busta's actually, for him being Busta, it's actually not bad for him. and no. em, M's good um, in a weird way. They're kind of, you're right. They're kind of lit down by the beat. Um, and the fact that it's five and a half minutes. Oh. five and a half minutes um
1: yeah it it, no no right no 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 but you know what it did though it did kind of make me question like I wonder do people say that when they listen to me because I do a lot of rapidy rap too I do four and five minute songs where I'm just rapping so it kind of made me check myself and be like hmm like could somebody say this same thing about me could
0: they the key to to me, if you're going to rap for that long, you can't rap the same way the entire time. Your flow has to be nimble, or you have to change. Like you need to bring something to it. Yeah. Otherwise, you start sounding like the game doing like one trillion bars. bars or whatever he's doing. <laughs> one trillion bars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the the funny part is, I could totally see a game song like. Yo, GU Not Volume 12, <laughs> 1 trillion bars. And like the whole mixtape is one song. <laughs> like if this is 2006, and that's totally a game idea.
0: And the intro is just somebody chopping up uh, the Kanye line from Swagger Like Us, 100,000 trillion.
1: Yeah,
0: 100,000,
1: trillion, 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 trillion. <laughs>
0: Don't even trillion. give them ideas. Yo. <laughs> um, we need,
1: need a 20% game. Uh, have, a, have E1 sponsor Clock Radio speakers.
0: Uh, do you think this single will do anything or is this just a is this gonna do you think this gets does he have a release date for ELE too no who is he signed to <laughs> cash
1: money <laughs> <laughs> a YMC. Birdman's
0: too busy taking money out of Young Thug's pocket okay
1: and I, oh I'm
0: shocked Paris
1: Hilton was at the BET Awards she was available man <laughs> yikes
0: you want to talk oh. about this uh, this GZJ record? Yeah, it's called "Seen It All." Yeah, produced by Cardo. Cardo, beat's cool.
1: I I'm sorry. Mm. I have to listen. No, 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 no. Okay, this it, it's not that the beat is bad. It's cool. I heard Cardo and I thought Wiz. Right. So I I I thought I was gonna get like one of those crazy dope Wiz and Currency beats and. This this isn't quite that. It's a good beat, but I was expecting something different. So I kind of have to wait for my my expectations to go down before I can like really listen to the beat un- unobjectively.
0: Uh, how do you feel about Jeezy on this?
1: Jeezy's Jeezy. I
0: thought Jeezy's good.
1: Jeezy Jeezy.
0: I, I don't think G like. I feel like he's now rapping better than he was maybe eighteen months ago. Shh. Oh, when he was uh when he was Ghost Ride the Whip Jeezy, but I. <laughs> I don't, um, I feel like for whatever reason, he's just not quite getting it. Like, I can't quite explain it. Like, I want to like some of these records, but he's just missing by a little bit. I don't know if he's not getting the right beats. I don't know if it's not the right songs. Like, I don't know what the deal is, but.
1: Well, remember, when Jeezy was out originally and people said he couldn't rap, Jeezy, as lyrically inept as he was, he had those those one-liners that you could quote. Now that he's kind of picked up other technical aspects of MCing, the one-liners aren't as prevalent as they once were. So he's just kind of rapping. You're kind of just listening for the feel of the song, the ad libs, and then you're waiting on the hook. Mm. And if the beat is dope,
0: mm.
1: you know he doesn't have to rely on saying something, you know, "Dope boy, fresh."
0: Now, now I just want to go back and listen to uh, Grey Goose." <laughs>
1: That was the first song you sent me. Like, this is how you introduced me to Young Jeezy? You got to understand.
0: I, no. I was on a serious Grey Goose thing at the time. Like you were actually drinking Grey Goose? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay.
1: So that, that was... <laughs> you could at least send me the intro. Like, I had to find the intro. Like, when I finally got Trap or Die, I got the intro and I was like, oh,
0: why didn't you send me this? I've gotten better at my, my, my recommendations.
1: <laughs> you sent me so icy
0: sorry i sent you so icy <laughs> you didn't seem so icy. oh they tried to make that a thing um
1: oh no it was a thing mm, do you have did you have a snowman t-shirt no remember that was the thing like after wearing snowman t-shirts they're selling drugs <laughs> like man those were at burlington coat factory for 14.99 like
0: <laughs> the, the t-shirt i was, wish i would have got was the free Yeo t-shirt what about stop snitching with the
1: with the circle and the slash through or
0: the stop sign? As a white man in Connecticut, there's really only so far I can go with that stuff. Ah, uh, you look
1: like um, you like the dudes from season two of The Wire. Oh, how do you feel? How do you feel about Jay on this? I, I want to know your opinion first because it's funny. I was talking to somebody today, and uh, they weren't happy about your. Mm. Jay Jay doesn't know how to flow.
0: He doesn't, and I will say this again. uh So he <laughs> doesn't sound embarrassing, which is a plus. But he his flow on this is okay. Um, am I the only one? Like when I hear Jay rap on these type of on on what I would just call slower beats than what he came up rapping, I feel like he'll get part of the way through, and then he just doesn't know what to do with the rest. Like he learned how to write rhymes that fit a certain amount of space on a notebook. Yeah. Or like, or I know Jay doesn't write, but so, or whatever. Like he, he understands like this many words belong in a bar. And like when he was these slower beats, it's like he runs out, he's like runs out of time. Then he sort of like awkwardly follows up with something. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the feeling I get from Jay. When I hear this Jay, uh, I'm a broken record when it comes to this. Jay used to be known for his flow. Mm-hmm. Jay at his peak has one of the best flows ever. Mm-hmm. That j is long long gone, and I understand that, but i look, i'd like this better than uh what's the record you did with ross uh devil is a lie I like this better than him on devil is a lie okay um it, it's better than um drunken love I'm not saying it's oh, a better wow. song I'm saying he's better i mean Beyonce rapped better than Jay on Drunk in Love. But.
1: Oh, speaking of which, that we did not talk about in the BET Awards. Um, <laughs> Jay- <laughs> uh, what?
0: <laughs> they sent them a YouTube clip.
1: They sent them a YouTube clip from the, from the Miami night because apparently Beyonce has an HBO, they're, they're filming the tour for an HBO special um, that Beyonce's going to do. I saw something about 10 episodes or something. So I don't know if they're going to turn into like a little miniseries or what. Um, but more more interesting was that Jay has a remix to, to partition, which makes sense. Right. Um, his verse on that is very nah. something about TMZ. It was like some of the yeah, TNT, TMZ, it was like, uh. Like, this verse is cool. Seen it all is cool.
0: Um, Jay. Remember when Jay Hold on. on. Can we get on our front porch for a second? Right. Okay. Remember when Jay
1: got on Blackout (laughs) and there was that little one bar break where it built up and he says, I'm a monster. And then he goes in. Remember him on Reservoir Dogs where like, you've got Beanie Siegel, The Locks and Sauce Money on a record together. Blackout was DMX and The Locks. And he would get on these. Remember, four alarm blaze with M.O.P. I mean, that's a that's a that's a lesser example because M.O.P. No. Although I think they can rhyme, are not known for their
0: lyrics more so than the other artists that I named. It, and four alarm blaze is one of Jay's most forgotten verses.
1: That made me. That made me. A, that made me like a super fan of Jay I was always like Jay Z, but that song made me like a like yo, this dude. Jay used to get on records and set the tone. Right. Like, these collaborations now, I think, like, now they're not setting the tone. He's kind of, like, riding the wave more so than setting the tone. That's a charitable but just, way to put it. I mean, But then adding his little J flavor, like, I'm the OG, I'm the guy that the person on this track, I'm doing you a favor by getting on this record. When really, and I think we talked about this on Clock Radio Speakers, like, really it's the other way around, like... You know, Kendrick did Jay a favor by letting him on Don't Kill My Vibe. That mm. did more for Jay than it did Kendrick. Right. What is what what does Jay getting on a, a Khaled record with Meek next? Meek and coming up next. Like we're about to take a commercial break. Uh Meek and Jay is next. Meek and Jay have a record together for Meek's album. Um, you know, what what does that do for Jay Z?
0: Uh, or what does it do? For, what does it do for Meek Mill, other than oh, it's like it. It makes sure that um, that Rap Radar will have it at number one for at least a couple ex- days. Exactly.
1: But like, does it do anything like long term? Like real, real long term? No. I would. I would prefer like Jeezy and Jay now have a rapport together. This is like what their fourth or fifth record together. So yeah, this. True. So this. This is cool with me. It doesn't you know sound forced you're saying. Nah, not at all. Not at all. Whether I like the record or not, okay, G Z Jay on sort of a, a a bounce kind of track. Yeah, I get it. But why why is Jay on a Mike Zombie record? And granted I, I liked that song when it was out. Why is Jay Z on a Mike Zombie record with Khaled, French Montana, and Meek? How does that go? You know, like I'm just starting to realize that like you don't have to do everything. There's like an exclusivity. Like when Jay gets on your records, it's like, yo, Jay got on that? Oh, wow. It meant something. When Jay got on Light Up, it meant something. Right. You know what I'm saying? When Jay got on um, Diamonds for Kanye, it meant something. But, you know, nowadays he's he's hopping on records like Meek. (laughs) It's like, oh, another Jay verse? All right. And, you know, we get it now. You have the baddest chick in the game. You're making all these deals. You reference some painting or some thing that a lot of us don't know about. And you reference your past, some, some slick way of saying I used to sell drugs, and now I sell another form of drugs, which is music, and I sell it. I used to sell it to fiends, and now the fiends are fans. And yeah, like, all right,
0: I get it. I get and it, I get it, yeah. Uh- I get it, I get it. Uh, look, you're not saying anything I disagree with. I mean, you know, I mean, like, I mean, honestly, like, take away the work that he, since American Gangster, if you take away the work, if you, if you just put off on the side, whatever he's done with Kanye, put that okay. off on the side. Most of his other stuff has been wildly disappointing. It's been, I don't know if I'm going to call it disappointing
1: or underwhelming. If it's underwhelming, that is disappointing. You think so? Yeah. I I I don't I can I can be underwhelmed by something but still enjoy it.
0: There are some cool, there are athletes that stick around too long and eventually their body breaks down on them. The problem is that nobody's going to tell Jay-Z you that you you need to go. So he's Ric Flair. Sure. He's I mean imagine if uh Imagine if Jordan, imagine if, if, if Mike, if Michael Jordan's, uh, if he didn't have to rely on an aging body to play basketball because he's, he's Shaq in Boston. It's going to be worse than
1: that. (laughs) I just thought about that. Like, I was like, where did he go after Phoenix and before Cleveland? He went right from, he didn't go to
0: Boston. He did. Shaq didn't didn't, play for Boston. Yeah, he did. Did he really?
1: Yeah, you don't remember that?
0: Must have blocked that out. Oh <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, he's he's Elijah Juan on the uh, on the Raptors. He's uh
0: he's Ewing on the, the magic. magic. Tough. All right. Crazy. Um. But you know, with
1: all that all that criticism aside, I think you and I are cool with this record, right? Like it's cool it's record. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's cool. Um. Speaking of new singles, yeah, your man Lecrae. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that silence? Nothing. <sighs> I don't. Oh God,
1: I really don't. When I think of, I'm I'm just prefacing this. When I think of Lecrae, I always just think about the side and back conversations that I have. Anytime we talk about Lecrae, because we kind of inadvertently run in the same circles. So when I hear it's nothing against Lecrae and his music, it's just like, oh, I'm going to get some text messages about this. But yeah, he's got a new single out. It's called Nothing. New album called Anomaly. When's the album out? I have no idea. I think August something, August 6th or something. I'm not sure.
0: The beat to this is interesting. Because when it starts, you're hearing what you assume are the hallmarks of what has now become dj mustard sound yeah you hear the synth bass you hear you hear. i got five on it you hear the little eight hey, hey, eight like the little you know what sound like uh uh the sound effects that we all got when we downloaded little john drum kits in 2004 <laughs> um and and you and you and my first thought was oh no i was like well i want to talk about a record on the Absol album but like I, I was thinking to myself. Oh no! Don't tell me the mustard clones are arriving. And instead, they go sort of trap drums in BPM, but with DJ Mustardish instrumentation. Yeah. And to, to, I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm surprised we haven't heard more of that yet. Mm. Now that's sort of it's sort of odd because what and uh, DJ Cotton here has pointed this out on, on on Twitter. He's he's a big fan of the show. Yeah. That part of the appeal for Mustard, obviously, like the melodies are really catchy, and they off, songs feature hooks that people can chant along to. But it's also stuff you can dance to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm surprised more people yeah. aren't emulating that aspect.
1: My my uh, my DJ talks about that a lot. Shout out to O' Sharp. Like you know, he was very upset a few years ago because you know he would always say you know you can't start a ride at 70 BPMs.
0: Right. Um, so B wise, I'm I'm not surprised that somebody's trying to take this. Hey, people want you know. Th- let's take this sort of type of instrumentation that that's really working right now, and let's. Let's take it in this other lane. Um, it, it, is it just me, or does he? He might be. He might 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 be sounding a little bit like Ace Hood on this. Um, on this, I heard a little bit of Ace Hood's flow. But one thing that I, that really just struck me more than anything is he's really going to make a big push for the mainstream, isn't he? Yes. Um, yes. Because he, he already did
1: he already did the rapper interview where he talked about he didn't like his last album he's already put out the oh he committed the, he, like.
0: he committed the, the cardinal sin of, of Armand's uh, hip hop rule book
1: yep don't don't, don't talk, talk about, bad about your last album yep he already said that he I was experimenting trying to figure out my sound and now with this album I'm more confident yada yada blah blah
0: blah mm. so interesting so how do you feel about the song or would is you, is know, we, we don't have to talk about it if you
1: don't want to. no 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 no. you've already batteries in my back i'm going all right how do you feel about um, the song this is my problem okay um yes ace hood all the way right um a lot of rappers oh not just cray but a lot of right. rappers and, owe ace hood some royalty checks meek mill's career yes meek ace mill hood is, is a rich man's meek mill Right. Cuz okay. I like I like Ace I like Ace a lot. I think Ace is super super dope when he's on. Um and he's he actually can rap. He's he granted he has different flows, but he actually has lyrics and can do substance records and stuff like that. So I like I'm I'm a big fan of Ace. Um This is my problem. Okay. And this is it's a it's a little personal bias because it's kind of where I am just in life period. It's what a lot of Christian rappers do and just a lot of like what the church does. Here we go. Um, They focus on the what and they don't focus as much on the why. Um, So it's like, okay, all these rappers aren't talking, you know, ain't talking about nothing. Number one, I know a lot of Christian rappers who talk about absolutely nothing too. So you can't just ascribe that to, I wholeheartedly believe that if you rap about Jesus you should have something to say. You should be able to talk about him in a myriad of ways where, you know, I could talk about him one way, you could talk about another way, and it all works. Two, like, we're not getting to why rappers rap the way that they rap. We're not talking about, you know, how they came up and why they think the way that they think and life experiences that cause them to go in a certain direction to where they think that's what works for them. No, 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 no. You're just not talking about anything and you're and you're ruining the culture. While that may be true, other side of the fence is just as guilty. And that bothers me. It bothers me a lot. So it's like if you cut branches off of a tree, it's still a tree. But if you dig a tree up from its root, it's not there anymore. You can plant something else. You can put a building on top of it. You can't build a building on top of a tree that's missing branches. So, you know, you, you can talk all day about rappers aren't talking about anything, but like, why aren't they talking about anything? Why does hip hop accept this sort of content? Where has hip hop gone? Why did hip hop go in that direction for that to be a thing? And what can we do to combat it instead of saying, y'all ain't talking about nothing. Cause it's basically saying like, you're not good enough. Like people can interpret that in a a myriad of ways and there's different ways to engage them. than you know, grabbing you by your collar and telling you the one thing that you've been into for most of your life is balderdash. Like it's, it's low key disrespectful. Like people can take it the wrong way, but on the same token, I can't sit here and say that it's not going to work in whatever capacity it's supposed to work because it could absolutely do that. Um, And it will absolutely do that. But just me personally, you know i'm i'm whatever on the record and yeah i'm whatever on it i think there's more there's more to talk about than talking about nothing
0: see i i always think that hip hop fans obsession with are is somebody actually you know do they have real content or not i think it i think it's it sort of assumes that hip-hop is supposed to be about something and that we've somehow gone off course. Yes. And, yeah, and, it's because, and it's because we have, we still, people remember a time before hip-hop was huge. Mm-hmm. Was, before hip-hop went pop. Mm-hmm. That ship has sailed.
1: So All that stuff can exist under the same umbrella. Of
0: course it can. But that doesn't mean it's supposed to or that it has to. Right. But I, I, I get this feeling from people sometimes is that hip hop has drifted off course and we got to yeah. get it back. No, 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 yeah. no, no. no. Hip hop no. started and now it is in a different place.
1: Absolutely. It's not
0: worse or better. It's different. It's,
1: thank you. Yes. There you go. Yep.
0: It's just I get, different.
1: <laughs> I just, it's just different. I just think that, you know, what hip hop has done. I wholeheartedly believe that the mid 2000s, if we're gonna talk about a dark ages in hip hop, the mid 2000s were pretty bad. Really bad. Snap era, all that stuff was pretty bad. However, even in that, you could still say, hey, there was, you know, there was still some stuff that was going on that, that was dope. You, know, you can reference Com- Common and Lil Brother and like, just other people that were still doing dope stuff in the midst of all of that. Um, yeah, it's just like just, there's just a million lanes now for hip hop, there's just a million lanes. And if you don't like the lane that you're riding in, put your blinker on and get in another lane. It's very easy to function in whatever. Function. I mean, you've got people now who I could sell 20. I could do pull the an absoul and sell 22,000 copies of my album and be straight. That's possible. You know what I'm saying? So. On the flip side, it was like you had to get a record deal. You had to put out a... Yeah, it's like what it is. You had to put out a mixtape. You had to have a song that sounded like this. And then you had to sign a deal. And then you had to put out a clothing label. And then you had to... like. There was a blueprint for it. That blueprint doesn't exist. So if the blueprint to be successful doesn't exist, then whatever your content is, whatever way you want to go about it, that shouldn't exist either because all those lanes are wide open. And I still believe that there are lanes that haven't even been created yet that are still being dug out. So why we choose to focus about like this one thing, like nowadays it's like you don't have to, we don't have to complain about the radio. I don't have to turn on the radio. You and I growing up had to turn on the radio. We don't have to turn on the radio my radio can be SoundCloud. It can be Pandora. It can be Spotify. I can—I don't have to turn on on MTV and see videos. They don't show videos anyway. I can turn on you, I can load up YouTube on my phone and watch whatever I want. So why are we still complaining about a medium that doesn't? Have once held, just doesn't. It just doesn't make sense, to, and it just—it just—it it bothers me. Like, yo, you don't have to function in that lane. You don't.
0: But here we are. That ends uh, side A of this week's Clock Radio Speakers. Uh please why you mad, son? Please go to please go to clockradiospeakers.com, check out check out side B. We hope you enjoyed side A of this week's episode. Please check out side B at clockradiospeakers.com.